if you're having problems and you want to fix problems and maybe you have a relational problem, some kind of difficulty, what I would say is that's your choice to fix it. It's already laid out there. Now, what you do with that is up to you. And that's where he's saying, I decide I'm giving you life and death. death. That's Blessing. what he's talking about Blessing. here in Deuteronomy. Right. right. It's the choice that I have to follow God's prescribed will or not. Everything we do in life, we should be seeking the Lord first. It says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and understanding. I'm Bill McMinn, Senior Pastor of Beagleville Bible Church, and this is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's Word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living, and we love to do it. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life, this is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I'm Bill McMinn, along with me is Mark Hostetler. And uh, Mark, you want to talk about choices today, buddy. So why don't you take that verse away and uh, read it to us. Tell me what's on your I mind. I do. I think it's really important for us to be thinking through the choices that we make in our lives. And I was thinking in Deuteronomy 30, uh, where Moses puts before Israel, he says, Today I invoke heaven and earth as a witness against you that I have set life and death blessing and cursing before you. Therefore, choose life so that you and your descendants may live. I also call, call on you to love the Lord your God, to obey him, and to be loyal to him. For he gives you life and enables you to live continually in the land that the Lord promised to give to your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I think it's so important for us to love the Lord, to be loyal to him, to be loyal to those things that we choose to do in life, Right. Whether that's choosing a spouse, you know, choosing to have children, uh, choosing where we work. Right. You know, that's what we're going to be talking about today. Choosing what church we go to, choosing what God we serve. That's what he, well, you know, let me Joshua put a, says. Put a comment out there. Uh, one of the things that some of this reminds me to, like you have here in the notes, you know, we have choices to make, who to marry, how many children have, where to work, where to worship, as you said. To me, that almost goes to what is God's will. Now, one thing that I've found in life is, is a lot of times there's a question as to what is it exactly that God wants me to do with my life? What is his plan and his purpose for me? And I found that 95% of that is going to be found in the Bible. In other words, well, he certainly doesn't want you lying. He certainly doesn't want you cheating on your spouse. He certainly doesn't want you hurting people. So you got that part. Uh, he yeah. does want us serving. Uh, he does want us helping others. So we have that part down. He mm -hmm. does, like you said, uh, what is God's will? Well, the top commandment is to love the Lord to your love God him. with all your heart yep. and soul, mind, and strength. That's right. That's what, hey, what does God want me to do? Well, he wants me to love him. He wants me to love other people. So then... With the rest of the stuff, like a lot of times and people will get caught up into like you, where where do I work? How many children do I have? Who do I marry? These are the things where God doesn't send you the memo. No. It's it's kind of like this endless cycle of, oh, God, seeking God for things that he's like, well, do it by faith. Whatever right. you do, do it by faith. I'm going to be with you as long as it's rooted in righteousness, <clears throat> in godliness, and in holiness. Right. Just do it. And do it to your best ability. Right. I'm going to be there with you. I'm never going to leave you. Just do it by faith. The just shall well, live by faith. Sometimes when it when it comes now, people are married. They've already made that decision. Sometimes people want to change jobs or something. You know, do I add this location to my business and expand it and so on and so forth? Mm -hmm. 
a lot of times, you know, we will wrestle through and we're like, God, how do I know? How do I know? Because I went through that. I went through that as far as being a pastor. I went through that as far as do I marry Jerry uh, before we were married. Mm-hmm. You know, I really wrestled through those decisions. And what I found was, man, there's no like clear directive. You know, there's no, you know, it's not like God wrote it in the sky or sent me an email, uh, came down and talked to me and told me specifically. So I found that, hey, pray about things, uh, do the right thing, and God's going to funnel you. And yeah. eventually he put a brain between your left ear and your right, right. to use it. Yeah. And so when you're talking about making choices, making, I, I think not only making choices, you got to make good choices. It, your whole life is going to be based on what kind of decision-making ability you have, what kind of yeah. choices. Some make people make astoundingly good decisions. Like it's amazing when I look at them and, and some of the have, stuff that yeah. they've come up with mm-hmm. to do, or they've thought to try. And you're like, Man, was that effective? What a great idea! Uh, good, they're just making good decisions. Some people, man, they're making they're like driving down a road without a steering wheel. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like they oh, can't yeah. keep out of the ditch because they they're never directing their lives. They're just like any little whim or any little desire mm-hmm. or passion. They're they're straight off the road again, and that's the kind of stuff where no good choices is a huge making a good wise choice is a very important point to a successful and happy life. I agree with you, Bill. I think it's a great word. I mean, I and I like where you're going with this, where, where you're saying, seek the Lord. Now, and then you said, make good, good decisions. Right. Well, everything we do in life, we should be seeking the Lord first. It says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and understanding. Right. So when we fear the Lord, that means we come before him with awe, with respect, and we seek him out and his ways out before anything else. Right. So is there anything unrighteous in this decision right now? Right. You know what I'm saying? Is there anything down this path? Can I see something that's going to steer me away from you and and my values as a Christ follower? If you you don't mind, I mean, I'll I'll take it a little bit to talking about God's will. Uh, No way. Absolutely. Here's the thing that I found about God's will. There's, There's three ways to look at it. When God has made decisions about this world, some of his will is permanent. Like, it would not be changed. Jesus Christ was going to go to that cross and mm-hmm. die on the cross. Mm-hmm. We come to God through faith in Jesus Christ. That's part of God's plan. It's not changing. It's permanent. It was going to happen no matter what anyone said or did. What I find in life is the things that are God's permanent will in your life, you're not going to know they're going to happen. You don't really ever know it, That's interesting, but you'll yeah. never change it because it's not. But you have to realize not everything is part of the permanent decreed way ahead of plant time will. Then there's God's permissive will. No, you decide. You make that decision. Mm-hmm. What did you eat today? Look at the shirt you wore today. Right, right. Right. When are you going to trim your beard? That's up to you, dude. You know what <laughs> right. I'm saying? That's all. That's seriously, what kind of mask right. are you going to wear? Mm-hmm. Well, that that's all to you. That's permissive will. And then there's what I, I talk about as prescribed will, and that's the will we find in the Bible. That's the will, again... Hey, don't don't slander people. Yeah, make sure you love. You know, Jesus Christ said, "If you want to be great, be the servant of all." There, there's certain get caught up in sexual immorality. Right, don't get caught up in sins. That's you know, all that God's will. Yeah. That's prescribed right. will. It's already laid out there. Now, what you mm-hmm. do with that is up to you. And that's where He's saying, "I decide. I'm giving you life and death." Death. That's Blessing. what He's talking about Blessing, here in Deuteronomy. Right. Right. It's the choice that I have to follow God's prescribed will or not. Mm-hmm. It's a choice that I'm going to go God's way or I'm not. Yeah. And what I find is a lot of times when you disobey God and you're saying, well, I don't care, God, what you say, I want to do what I want. Short time, short term, there's some fun there. Mm-hmm. 
Long term, there's pain. And a lot of times you are basically trading in short term happiness for long term pain, where I would rather turn and follow God and have long term happiness. That's so wise. Yeah. Right? I mean, the scriptures say that sin is pleasurable for the season. Right. For the time you're doing it, man. It right. is pleasurable. Nobody can doubt that. Right. But man, it's gonna end up it what it does is it brings death. Right. It bring not not physical death, it brings death to your body spiritually. Right. And I we've all felt that. You know, oh, yeah. we've felt that where uh, the psalmist in Psalm thirty two it says, My vitality turned like the drought of summer. Right. Like yeah, when I was unconfessing, oh, when I was like it caught up in that sin. That it, is one of the great yeah. passages where David was talking about, because he had done something wrong, Bathsheba, and he mm-hmm. wanted to hide it, and he didn't want to talk to God about it. And he's like, God's hand was so heavy yeah, on me, man. Right. I was like dried Groaning up. Groaning day man, and night. I was, oh, yeah. he goes, I was in so much pain until I finally came to you God. You know what he say, did? He chose to keep silent. Right. He chose to distance himself from God. Right. And when he made the decision, he says, I acknowledge my sin before you, and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. Right. And joy was increased. Right. Joy was increased, you know? Now, one and thing so, you, you have here is choices on, like, spouse. So yeah. if, if you're talking about, like, a choice of life and death in your spouse, what would that include for you? Like, I'm going to make a good choice. Yeah. Number one, the person you marry should be believe like you. They should especially be on the same spiritual level you are. Yeah. Uh, and then once you're married, I mean, just making good choices for that marriage. So what are some of the choices Absolutely. you would say are good Here's choices? Here's the biggest choice. Um Moses put before us life and death, blessing and cursing. The the Proverbs tell us that the power of life and death is in our tongue. How we speak to our our spouse is going to be either life-giving or death, Right. period. So to be affirming, to choose them, to make choices that always line up with what they... What they're, what they're, what will please them. Right. You know, what will be uh, affirmational towards right. them. You know, uh, hey. I think of that Philippians passage. We, we did an episode a couple of weeks ago on is don't, don't think about yourself all the time. Right. Think about others, you know, and that. So doing that with your spouse is always good. Finding fun things to do with them. That's yeah. going to bring life to the, you, you had a great sermon last Sunday, actually. Right. And uh, it was uh, making marriage great. Right. And in that sermon, you talked about enjoying life with your spouse. You right. know, that's, that's going to be a blessing to you guys. You're going to be walking in blessing when you're doing right. it together like that. I think, too, you know, with uh, just the choice to talk to your wife, the choice to let her know what you're doing, what's going on, to communicate, uh, choice to go to church together, do things together. I think there's always a choice that we make in everything. Hey, we talk about things. Uh, we do things together, whatever those things are. We're, we're going to be you and me. And uh, there's choices at times throughout your marriage where you've forsaken all others and you're That's faithful right. to her. Yeah. And there are times where there are other sirens that may come along from time to time where you've got to say, no, choice, choices, man, That's choices right. of life and death. You have like to. That, that would be unwise. That, that would hurt our relationship. I, I've talked to many people just recently about that, and we've all, we're all in the same we're all in the same place. Where it's like, yeah, if we cheat on our spouse, our marriage is over, and that's not what we want. That's not what we want. I don't Nobody want that death. That. I don't want the that's death. I want life. Therefore, exactly. I got to choose to be faithful. So your your choice to be faithful mm-hmm. uh, to your spouse at all times is super important. Yeah, what I about a, children? I have a well. Before I get to Go that, ahead. I have a little comment here. It says it's, it says the choices we make should determine our devotion, and the devotion we have should determine our choices. Right. It's so when we decide to marry our spouse. Essentially, we commit ourselves to being completely devoted to them and giving them the best part of us right. forever, right? all the time. They're our priority. Sure. 
Um, and so, and same thing, when we have children, you know, some people actually plan this stuff out. This is a foreign concept for me. We just ah, had children, you know, right. <laughs> like, That's funny. it just happened. Right. But now that I have a child, guess what? All of my attention is going to be for providing for them, for giving them the best opportunity for success sure. in life, to pointing them and teaching them the word of God, right. you know? All of that is super critical when you have children. You, I find it interesting that he says, he says, when we devote ourselves to God, it directly affects our children. It says in that verse I quoted, therefore choose life so that you and your descendants may live. Bill, right. I can remember when my parents left the Amish. They left, we were Amish. I was Amish until I was 10 years old. Right. And I can remember watching the Amish preachers walk into our house. We were all told to go upstairs and this and that. We had our heads on the floor listening, you know, and they were, they're pretty much having a funeral for us. Right. It was terrifying. Right. You know, but our parents discovered the the truth of God's word where it says that we are saved by grace through faith. Right. And this is contrary to what they were being taught. Right. And so they couldn't. They accepted Christ, but they couldn't remain in that religion that taught works-based, right. not grace-based. So it was a choice. And so they made the choice. I'm a pastor today. Right. I am a direct res- uh, result of their decision to follow after Jesus Christ. I have faith now in Jesus right. Christ. And so do my brothers and sisters. There are some that are walking contrary right now. But every one of us has accepted Jesus Christ as our Savior. Right. And that's... That's the blessing that follows oh, the you know follows right. the line here. I mean, my dad so. he started going to church when I was a kid. That was a huge uh, impact. Uh, he chose to stay with my mom. Uh, he chose to work hard and provide for the family. There's a lot of choices he makes that has bearing on my life because he's a hard worker. So therefore, mm-hmm. I'm a hard worker, and mm-hmm. you know I believe in pushing and things like that. And even so, with our kids, I think you know you spend time with your kids, you train them up in the way they should go. Uh, you, you, you do things like I, to me, when you have a family, you're going to put other things aside to spend time with your kids. You're going to make them a priority in your life. I think it's important. And your job. I mean, you mentioned that as something where, uh, we have choices. I, you, if you don't like your job, that's on you. It's, I mean, then do something else. If you don't very, like where if you feel few. like, eh, I don't really feel fulfilled here. I wouldn't say quit before you have another job, but you're free to move about the that's country. Right. I mean, yeah. you're free to pursue something else. You don't have to. Uh, stay in. A lot of times, you know, even people when they've come here in the past, I've, I've reminded them, listen, you're not married mm-hmm. to being a youth pastor for the rest of your life. Right. You're not married right. to this position for your rest of your life. It's for now. You're going to come try it out, see how it goes for you, but you're not married to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, there's very few people that have, don't have a choice on where they're working. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I remember when I was 15, I remember my dad being on the phone. He got off the phone. He says, well, you're going to work Monday. Right. I said, Really? Where? He goes, you're going to go roofing, you know? And that's what I had to do. I went and worked, you know? I didn't really choose that job, but when I got there, I did it with all of my heart, you know? And I did, (laughs) you know, that's... And and you can fix most things today, Mark. Where? You can put, you put on your own roof with your family. You paint your own house. You fix your own vehicle. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. You're very handy. I guess the scriptures have a lot to say with whatever you do, do it wholeheartedly unto the Lord. Yeah, that's whether a great one. Whether you're working yeah. in, the, in the scriptures or whether you're working in the jobs, you know, industries, uh, concrete, whether you're working as a pastor, whether you work wherever you are. Right. Do it like the Lord's right there with you. Right. You know, and you're doing it unto him. And our devotion 
has the power to make an entire business successful right. or unsuccessful. Right. They, we, we should not be cheating our businesses, place of work. You know, We shouldn't be stealing from them. We shouldn't be going around and stirring up dissensions in, in no, our places right. of work. Right. I mean, these are things that nobody that's Christ follower, nobody, period, should be doing. I think sometimes, know? too, people have problems at work because of choices they make. Well, I never get promoted. I never, yeah, because you're always giving somebody a hard time. Exactly. Because you're not... And also, you're not really a team player because there are certain things that we do to hold ourselves back because we're not choosing life at that job. I think that if you work hard, yes. you cannot follow the example of everyone else. When it comes to working, I didn't. I didn't go to come out of college. When I was first out of college, man, I'm I'm young. I'm like 20, 23 years old. Uh, I go to work at this place. I'm I'm there as a temporary mm-hmm. worker. Mm-hmm. I never stopped working. Those people right. couldn't make me stop working, even right. though I was a temp. Everyone knew after two months. No one, no one does more work than this guy does in two months' time. I'd already outworked. I, know, I didn't know the specific, like, the technical stuff that they knew. But, man, when it came to, to moving stuff around, yeah. to cleaning stuff up, to doing all the stuff they hated to do, I was going to do it. And I couldn't look around them and say, well, they just sit around. I'll sit around. No, I'm there for God. I'm making a choice. Like, I'm making a That's choice exactly every day. Right. When I come here, I'm going to come here with a good attitude. Yep. And I think the, that, too, is another thing, Mark, is just bring out a, bring good attitude with That's you. Right. right? And when you read things like Joseph and Daniel and the Bible and all those things that had favor with the kings, Right. They had favor with the kings. You know why? Because they put their whole heart and effort and energy into what they were doing. Right. The Lord's favor was ultimately on them too. Right. And so we, we need to understand that as Christ followers, we have the spirit within us. And when we're right. operating in all the fruits of the spirit and we were, we're kind to others and we're looking out for the best interests of others, you don't right. have to go seeking promotion when you have that sort of attitude right. because promotion is going to be given to you. Right. That's my experience. Right. It's most of the time it's true. Promotion, if you seek promotion, there's going to be resistance. But, man, I remember three years without a raise when I was doing concrete, three years. The office manager calls me up and says, we just realized you've gone this long without a raise. On your next check, you're going to get three bucks an hour raise, you know? That's great. And it's right? like, boom, I never once said a thing about it. I never, right. you know, but I was praising the Lord when he did that, you know? Right. It was awesome. Don't get caught up in seeking what's best for you. Right. Seek what's best for that business, that child, that spouse, that right. church. Right. Seek what's best for them. Make the choices that are going to benefit everybody that you're working alongside or working for. And your life's going to be good, I'm telling you. You're well, going to have well, a great thing. Let me, let me piggyback off that. Your life is going to be good. Life is good. Now, if you're having problems and you want to fix problems and maybe you have a relational problem, some kind of difficulty, what I would say is... That's your choice to fix it. I've seen people that have gotten on there. Uh, it's pretty rare. Some have gotten on the outs with me pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not like I would resist if they were friendly. You know, I, I wouldn't resist if they were like, hey, I want to change this. Yeah. And I'm going to start making decisions to change it. A lot of times what I find is people are just, they just react. They don't really proact. They, yeah, exactly. They're reactive to every situation in life. So if somebody, well, if, you tr- if you're not nice to me, I'm not going to be nice to you. Or if you don't talk to me, I'm not going to talk to you. Instead of saying, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do what's right no matter what. And it, take it to marriage. Take it anywhere. I'm, I'm making my life what I want it to be. I don't want to make our marriage good. I'm going to work to make That's that right. marriage good. And if I want to make my job good, I'm going to make it good. Yep. I'm going to do, do the things about this life to make my life good mm-hmm. and my friendship's good. I'm going to work and I'm going to invest and I'm going to make decisions. I can't wait around for the world to happen to me. No. Right? Yeah, I agree totally. Same thing with church attendance. Same, th- same thing with where you're going to church. Right. You know, if you go to church just, just simply to stir the pot, man, get 
what are you doing? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, make the choice to say, um, you know what? I don't like the way those sli- the slides are my responsibility. So right. I'll just say that I don't like the way the slides are being run. Yeah. Hey, guess what? I got a spot available for you. Yeah, exactly. Come and do it. You know, be the solution. Right. You know what I'm saying? Be the solution. Make the choice to say, you know what? I'll invest myself there. Right. If I call that church my home, then guess what? I'm going to invest in the relationships there. I'm going to do whatever it takes to love, to serve, right. to grow, to be a part of that church. I agree. You know? And I think one of the biggest choices you can ever make is to follow Jesus Christ. I mean, yes. I think to me, to be a Christ follower, I'm going to do a whole uh, sermon series on it in the fall just what exactly that means. You know, what does it mean yeah. to be a follower of Christ in our world today and uh, to be that good example? Because I feel like Christ has kept me in a, out of a lot of trouble. I believe there's been a lot of power there. There's been a lot of uh, encouragement there, a lot of strength to get stuff done. I, I believe there's been a, a lot of blessing. It's not that I haven't had pain because I have. But, man, Mark, that decision when I was a kid to say, Lord, would you forgive me of my sins and come into my heart to forgive uh, me, that changed my life. Like, that, yep. that prayer... And seeing that day that Jesus Christ is the one who can forgive us of our sins. And that seriously put my my life on a whole different path. Choose right them. there is that one choose, that yeah. one choice. Yeah. Yeah. Choose God. So yeah. I, I would say I encourage you as we end the show today and all the choices that you make, uh, make good choices. But the best choice of all is to say, God, I want to follow you. You know, I, I love you. I want to follow you. I want to do the right thing. And just start seeking God. And it says in the Bible, if you seek him, you will find him. You have a great and blessed week.